0: Do you ever find yourself getting angry and not knowing why? Do you tell yourself things like, I'm not that angry, or I can't help it, I'm just a naturally angry person? Do you think that learning to control your anger will be hard, or that you need to attend months or even years of counseling or therapy sessions to get control of your anger? If so, you are not alone. A lot of us have misconceptions about anger, what it is, where it comes from, and how to deal with it. In this episode of the Anger Secrets Podcast, you will learn some of the most common myths and lies we tell ourselves about anger. So if you're ready to learn the truth about anger and start living a calmer, happier life, then this episode is for you. Hello and welcome to the Anger Secrets Podcast, I'm Alistair Hughes, and over the last 30 years, I've taught over 10,000 men and women how to control their anger, master their emotions, and create calmer, happier, and more respectful relationships. In this podcast, I'll share with you the same proven tools and techniques that I've used to help my clients control their anger and transform their lives. For a free training on how to control your anger, master your emotions, and create calmer, happier, and more respectful relationships, visit angersecrets.com forward slash training. In this training, I'll teach you some of the most powerful tips, tools, and techniques I've used to help my clients control their anger so that you can start seeing results fast. Visit angersecrets.com forward slash training to access this powerful training now. With that said, let's begin. So what are the most common myths and lies about anger management? Here are five common myths and lies many people tell themselves about anger. Myth number one is that I'm not that angry. Many people try to downplay their anger, especially if they're used to being told that they are always angry. They might say things like, I'm not that angry, or I can't help it, I'm just a naturally passionate person, as if there's nothing they can do about it. The truth is, anger causes far more damage than most people think. I have seen many people, for instance, who say they're not angry, but their bodies tell a different story. They may have high blood pressure, they might be constantly on edge, or they might get headaches or stomach aches when they become stressed. Worse still, the anger issues that these people are denying may be affecting their relationships, their families or jobs, often without them even realizing it. Many people, for instance, only decide to get help for their anger when their partner or spouse has already left them. By this time, it is often too late to repair the damage that has been done to their relationship. This is always a tragic situation. So if you're telling yourself that you're not that angry, ask yourself, what damage is anger doing to my health, my relationships, or my life? Be honest when you are answering this question. You might be surprised at the answer. Myth number two is that anger is just a normal emotion. Many people believe that anger is a normal emotion that everyone experiences from time to time. Often these people also believe that there's nothing they can do about their anger. It's just how they are. While it is true that we all feel angry at times, it's essential to understand that whether we feel angry in a situation or not, is entirely up to us. As I have described in previous episodes, anger is a response to how you think about situations. It's not the situation itself that makes you angry, it is your thoughts about the situation. So if you're telling yourself that anger is just a normal emotion that you can't do anything about, ask yourself, what am I thinking about the situation that is making me angry? Again, be honest with yourself. Once you identify the thoughts that are making you angry, you can start to challenge them. In particular, the question I like to ask clients about anger is that, is it helpful to be angry in this situation? If the answer is no, then it is time to start changing your thinking about the situation. This can take time, but it is always possible. Myth number three is that learning to control your anger is difficult. You may believe that learning to control your anger will be a long, difficult and frustrating process. You may think that you will need to go to counselling or therapy sessions for months or years and talk about your childhood and all the things that have ever happened to you in your life to make you angry. Or you may think you'll never be able to change and that you're just destined to be an angry person. All these thoughts simply aren't true. While it does take some effort to learn how to control your anger, you can learn to control your anger much more quickly and easily than you may think. As you learned in Episode 3, The Three Keys to Anger Management, the first step to controlling your anger is simply to become aware when you are getting angry. A simple way to do this is to notice the physical signs that you are getting angry, such as a racing heart, clenched fists, or feeling hot or over. The second step to controlling your anger is to start changing the thoughts that are making you angry. As I mentioned earlier, it's not the situation that makes you angry, it's your thoughts about the situation. So if you change your thinking, you can stop feeling angry. There's more to controlling your anger than these two simple steps, but they are an excellent place to start. In fact, most people I work with can implement these steps and see a significant reduction in their anger in just 21 days or less. If they can do it, you can do it. Myth number four is that you must attend counseling or therapy sessions to control your anger. Like the other myths we have discussed, this myth is simply not true. While attending counseling or therapy sessions to control your anger can be helpful for some people, it's not necessary for everyone. And in some cases, attending counselling or therapy sessions to control your anger can be harmful. This is because, as I mentioned earlier, anger is a response to how you think about a situation. So if you're attending counselling or therapy and the therapist is only focusing on your past experiences and childhood, then they may be inadvertently reinforcing the thoughts and beliefs that are making you angry. For example, if you grew up in a family where you witnessed abuse or violence from your parents, You may believe it's normal to be angry or abusive to get what you want. And for some people, the more they talk about these childhood experiences in therapy, the more they reinforce these damaging thoughts and beliefs. Not only that, but many counsellors or therapists are simply unaware of the simple and powerful tools that can help anyone to control their anger, often far more quickly than you may think possible. So even if they are trying to help you, many counselors and therapists do not have the tools or knowledge to make a difference. In my experience, the best way to learn how to control your anger is to seek out someone who is experienced in helping people with anger issues and who is aware of the tools, techniques, and strategies to help people control their anger quickly. If you'd like to learn about these anger management tools, techniques, and strategies from me, I offer a life-changing course called the Complete Anger Management System. The Complete Anger Management System will teach you how to control your anger, master your emotions, and create a calmer, happier, and more respectful relationship, often in just 10 minutes per day. To learn more about the Complete Anger Management System, visit my website, AngerSecrets.com. The final myth I want to discuss today is that other people make you angry. This is one of the most destructive myths about anger, and it's also one of the most common. The truth is, other people do not make you angry. As you have learned in previous episodes, you create your anger. It's true that other people, events, and situations can trigger your anger, but it's essential to understand that it's your thoughts about these events that make you angry, not the events themselves. For example, if your partner comes home from work and ignores you, you may think, they're such a jerk, they don't care about me. These thoughts will make you feel angry, and you may respond by criticizing your partner or telling them that they're selfish or inconsiderate. Now, let's consider the same situation again. This time, however, instead of thinking your partner is a jerk or that they don't care about you, you think, maybe my partner has had a bad day. I'll give them some space and see how they are later. These thoughts will not make you feel angry. As a result, you will not respond to your partner in a way that makes the situation worse. As you can see, the bottom line is that other people do not make you angry. It is your thoughts about other people or situations that make you angry. And the good news is, you can choose what you think. You are not a victim of your thoughts. You have the power to control your thinking. And as a result, you have the power to control your anger. Understanding that you create your anger is one of the most empowering realizations you can have. It means that you are in control of your anger, not the other way around. It also means that you can decide if you get angry or not, simply by deciding how you think. If you want to learn more about how to change your thoughts to control your anger, then check out my course, The Complete Anger Management System. Okay, before we finish today's episode, let's quickly review the myths and lies we've discussed. Myth number one is that I'm not that angry. Myth number two is that anger is just a normal emotion. Myth number three was that learning to control your anger is difficult. Myth number four is that you must attend counseling or therapy sessions to control your anger. And myth number five was that other people make you angry. Okay, thanks for listening to today's episode on the myths and lies we tell ourselves about anger. And be sure to tune into the next episode to learn what is abuse and violence. If you found this episode helpful, please follow this podcast and head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app and leave a rating and review. This will help other people struggling with anger find and benefit from this show. Remember, for a free training on how to control your anger, master your emotions, and create calmer, happier, and more respectful relationships, visit AngerSecrets.com forward slash training. And finally, remember, you can't control other people, but you can control yourself. I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. The Anger Secrets Podcast is for general informational purposes only, and does not constitute the practice of counseling, psychotherapy, or any other professional health service. No therapeutic relationship is implied or created by this podcast. If you have mental health concerns of any type, please seek out the help of a local mental health professional.